My name is Brendan Bigley. Hi, my name is Andrew Caprotti. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a Japanese reality television program. Yes. I don't know if we need to tell people to like tell other people to watch it anymore. I feel like a lot of people watch this show. Yeah, I think so too. Apparently my, my co-worker's girlfriend told him to watch it, so he watches it. Oh, and that's good. He's, uh, I don't know anything that he likes, so that's a good thing, Yeah, I guess. My dad watches yeah. it now, I think. That's good. I'm I, glad. I think he's secretly watching it. He he asked me, um, like not not so subtly, um, how to listen to this podcast recently. So Aww. I think I think that also means that he's probably uh, watching the show, or maybe not. Maybe he's just listening to the podcast. Hi. Either way, uh, hi, hi Mister Bigley. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We say a lot of swears. <laughs> Sorry about my cats, too. My cat's real fucking sorry, dude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is this is uh, part one, episode eight. It's called Passive Boys. Um, this We were just talking before we started recording. This, this episode, I think, is going to go very quickly, weirdly. I think this is going to be one of the shorter ones. Because it's like, there's not a lot that happens. No. But... Um, I think it'll have a lot of ramifications for the future if all of these people stay I think in the so house. Too. Yeah, I think so too. It's a lot of it's a it's a filler episode, if you may. Yeah, it's kind. Yeah, it's, it's a bridge between I think what happens in the last episode with with the um, Nisako and Haruka stuff, and into the next episode, which I don't know what happens yet. But like, I it just feels like the bridge that connects those two, where like tensions rise and a bunch of shit yeah. goes down. Um, and, and hopefully it'll all lead to some stuff later. Oh shit. Yeah. I hope so too. Yeah. I, I was actually, I was going to skip past the panel, but I don't think we should because I just want to mention, Oh God, they're so on our level with the whole idea that the, uh, Nuka going after Cowdy thing is just going to be like a straight disaster. It's going to be good TV. Yes. But it's also like, we know exactly the reason why you're doing this and it's because you need to have (laughs) to pretend like you have something that you want to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he's so been mean. turned down by two of the girls in the house, or at least like two of them. He hasn't been like expressly turned down, but like two of them were into him and then lost interest. So like, I think he's he's just like grasping at straws yeah. before he, you know, and one of them kicks the bucket. One of them. Yeah. One of them asked him to be her boyfriend. So he fucked up pretty bad. Yeah. he Yeah. He didn't do. Yeah. He really goofed. Right what yeah. yeah i don't know Re- really not very good um actually there no. there is some good stuff with nuka going after cowdy in this episode and and they haven't even oh, gone on the date yet so. so good um all right let's uh let, let's talk about how this episode opens because it opens with the shohei and cowdy date um they are going out to explore a bunch of like temples and and stuff um that I, I think the idea is that Shohei is supposed to be writing an article for like a travel blog. He's been hired of to do this he thing. Is. Yeah, which is great. Yeah. So yeah. he's been hired to like go explore this place. Uh, he says something along the lines of like, you know, I need to come up with like an angle where like, um, 
I it seems I, I forget what it is. I think he says like like women would need to like love this place is the idea, um, or like that's that's the angle he's looking for. That's the angle the, his editor has given him. Maybe it's like a yeah, it's probably like a female like like oriented like publication kind yeah. of thing. So he's like, I'm just gonna focus in on like kind of like the quaintness of the town and like the history of all the places that we're checking out and Cowdy's like hell yeah that sounds awesome actually because like you, she is also extremely into it um, and, and both of them kind of just like nerd out over like the artistry of the the carvings and in the sides of the temples and stuff I mean it is like absolutely ridiculous it's so pretty yeah it fucking rules um, and, and they're just like both stoked about like even just the old trees they're pointing out like whoa that's so cool um and and they show up yeah, at my this, tree's old as fuck yeah oh my god um <laughs> they they show up at this place where you're uh supposed to donate some money and pray uh which we've seen on the <laughs> show a million times but um i i just love he's like reaching in for his wallet and caddy's like oh do you need money like i can give you money and he's like are you allowed to like take money from someone else to donate and or to like to donate to pray and she's like i heard that you can lend it but you or like you can give it to someone but you can't lend it to someone like if if they ask for the money back then the fortune is like ruined or something yeah i heard the same thing did you like my yeah my 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 dad told me that once and i thought it was just because he didn't have money and he wanted me to give him (laughs) um uh (laughs) from there they end up uh at this place shohei's like this place that we're gonna go to next has this like really beautiful garden um it's like known for this like incredible backyard so they go into what looks like kind of an old like traditional looking japanese style house mm-hmm. um and in the back is like just this gorgeous gorgeous garden with like just a, a bunch of like really pretty trees and plants and stuff all kind of overlooking this little tiny like babbling brook and stream and like a little tiny waterfall and stuff and a pond like it's so picturesque it looks like you can't even walk in there like you can only look at it from the inside yeah. of the house it's like how pristine yeah, it looks it like is. a very exactly it's like very well taken care of like yeah. keep off my lawn yes. or ancestors will uh haunt you yeah kind of vibe so they end up just kind of like sitting down in this hallway that overlooks this garden. Um, and it seems like there's like some kind of service because they, they brought or some people who work there bring them a bunch of like teas and stuff to like kind of munch on as they overlook this mm-hmm. garden. And it is yeah, little like snacks. Yeah, it is one of the prettiest shots, I think, in this season of of Tara's house so far is, is the two of them just kind of like sitting and having a chat while overlooking this garden. It's so pretty. It's gorgeous. It's so well well set up yeah i was kind of blown away by it and and they're like you know uh, drinking this matcha tea and stuff and they they wrap it all up and and as they're talking about it shohei's like yeah i think i got a bunch of good stuff for this article um but i, I think i might need some illustrations if that's cool like if you're interested in doing any illustrations for it like i could definitely talk to the editor and cowdy's like Hell oh yeah, yeah. absolutely like I, i'll take work Hell like, that'd be yeah. great um and then she's like so do you have everything that you need like do, is there anything else you need did you take a bunch of pictures and shohei's like fuck I didn't take any pictures. I forgot to take pictures. Like I always forget this part. And uh, she's like, "Okay, I'll 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 draw some I'll draw some pictures to make up for it. Like I'll try and draw some stuff from memory that we saw." Uh, which she's is like pointing at the snack that she ate, and she's like, "I remember what this part looked like before I ate before it." Before I took a <laughs> big, like, oh. big chomp and bite out of it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so after that, they go to a bar. Cowdy does what she said she was going to do in the last episode. She brings up the work stuff with Shohei, which like Ooh, we've heard fuck. time and time again. But she's like, 
this is the first time that I, I, I think she seems concerned about it. So, yeah, she starts to bring it up. She's like, I have some questions to ask you about work. And he's like, OK, well, just don't pull any punches. Like, don't don't go easy on me at all like i want you to be completely honest and she's like okay i'll be completely honest and and she says that his bouncing around from career to career feels like a college student signing up for a bunch of clubs and just like yeah. picking up a bunch of hobbies which he, he's like yeah okay i could see how it would look like that and what i really like is that she kind of gives him the benefit of the doubt a little bit um and i was surprised by this so she's like are you doing all this stuff so you can leave all these options open? So if any of them takes off, then that'll be the thing you focus on. Like, is that the plan is to do all of this stuff in the hopes that one of them will work out at least? But no, no, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was like, oh, that's a great point. And I thought that th he was going to say, yes, that's absolutely it. But no, he says that he wants to succeed at literally everything. No. Yeah. He's not mid maxing. He's max maxing. He's max. <laughs> like, motherfucker wants to be like, Plus 99 on every single skill. <laughs> right. He's going to reclass as many times as it takes. <laughs> That's yeah. exactly what it is. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, I, it was, I was really surprised by that answer, honestly. Um, and she's like, okay, so do you have any like real, real career goals then? Like, do you see yourself going in any specific direction in any of these or in all of these or whatever? And he's like, no, I just kind of want to do and be good at everything. But I don't have any like real, real career goals. He says what he does have is he has family goals. He's like very, he's of the mindset that um, he just wants to make enough money to be able to support his family. He's like, I want to be able to support my family and I want to have enough money to like go out and grab a drink after work every day. Like that's as much as I need in life. Yeah, that's a really, really good, like, that's actually like a great answer. Yes, I like, love I that answer. Totally. Yeah, that totally changed kind of my whole look on him. Yeah. So I was like, all right, so he actually does have like a goal. Yes. And the goal is actually pretty wholesome. It is. Good. It's extremely wholesome. Yeah. And it, if that's his motivation, then you can kind of extrapolate like he's not going to let himself fail at all the stuff that he's trying. Right. Like he, he cares yeah. enough at the stuff that he's doing to like have an end game at least a little bit. Um, even if it's not in, in the sense of like, I want to climb this fucking corporate ladder. It's at least like tangible. It's a real thing that, you know, he can look back and say, hi, I, I accomplished the thing I set out to do, which is nice. Um, I yeah. think it's it's left a little open ended how Cowdy feels about this. Um, what I saw in this back and forth was somebody who looked like totally smitten by that answer personally. Oh yeah, me too. No, I was I, gonna say the same thing. Yeah, I could see it read as her being like disgusted by it, but I I personally saw it as like she loves that answer. I also kind of was just like, oh, that answer is very good. Yes. Even I was like, all right, you, you get that one. That's yeah. good. So like, I don't know, maybe I didn't read it as anything negative. Yeah, I didn't really either. It's interesting. So I, I've talked a lot about how I, I see a lot of myself in Shohei trying everything. And, and that's why I'm like the Shohei defense squad, I think, on this podcast <laughs> as frequently as I am. But like, I am a person who like I have a I have a career and I work in a fucking office, but I also like make all these podcasts and I make music and I mm -hmm. design stuff and I do I don't know. I just do like a billion things. It's kind of always been my thing. Um, my mindset has always been I want to have like 
a stable job where I like work in an office and have like an income and then try all these other things outside of that job in the event, exactly what Cowdy said in the event that like maybe one of them will take off one day, like maybe one of them will work out and that'd be cool. Um, now I feel like a shit because Shohei has one up me at my own game <laughs> with his wholesome family take. Shohei wins this round. Shohei's even better than I am. I, w- I will not stand for people dunking on Shohei and calling him lazy or whatever for not <laughs> picking something because he has an even better motivation See, than I do. That's the thing. I think he might have the best motivation of anyone in the house right now, really. Yes. Because he does have like an end goal. Like he wants to have a family and he wants to like make enough money for them. He just wants to have a normal ass life. Yeah. And, and like have fun doing what, what it is that he likes to do. I think it's kind of nuts that he wants to be super good at everything. But you know what? If you got that kind of confidence, baby, go for it. Who doesn't want to be good at everything? No, I didn't. I put my bra on upside down yesterday. So, like, who fucking knows, really? <laughs> I want to be good at a thing. That's how I want to start. You want to start baby with one steps. thing. Yeah, one thing. But ideally, everyone would want to be good at everything. Oh, yeah, 100%. I want to max max. I want to class change. Yeah. Maybe everyone else is just jealous that they're not doing eight things. You know what? That might kind of... You know what? I, I think... Comes from a place of sucks, envy. But I think some of it might actually come from a place of envy. <laughs> of like, he... Not to... And I'm, I'm being kind of serious. Of like, not really being like... He, he... Like, he's so carefree. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes as someone who like does like I also like work a lot like I make video games and stuff and like my hours are super long. Yeah. And sometimes I see people like leave at like 5 p.m. and like have like a stable income and everything. And I'm just like, Ugh, yeah, that fucking I'm jealous. And I'll yeah. say it. So maybe some people like maybe recently Sako or someone looking at him might be like, well, he's so carefree. He, he can't be happy. Right. Or like comfortable with what he's doing because yeah. he's doing so many things. So it just has to be either lazy or like indecisive. And it's like, not really. You've actually put a lot of thought into this, which is really, really nice. Yeah, I, I agree. I weirdly think that he encapsulates. Um, how do I put this? It feels a little bit like what he's trying to do is is a little bit like future forward in a way. Like it feel it feels to me like him saying, I have these like few discrete talents and i'm going to go after them all and try and monetize them all separately feels like kind of the future of of work in a way for like people who Mm -hmm. grew up like online and and yeah i know that might be like a little bit heady but that's kind of i i think he's bucking so many trends not only in like uh not to i think drill down too far into this rap we've watched enough of this show to know how people think about this but like he's bucking like not only trends in japanese careers where like the idea of having one thing and being good at it and like being a company man and whatever um Mm -hmm. like is is ingrained in culture and is ingrained in, in pretty much everyone's psyche um but i think it's like a larger like world trend that he's bucking also where he's like, yeah, why would I like sit down and do this one thing when I can freelance do eight things that are all fun? Um, Like I can go on this like cool trip that is also a date uh, to check out this like cool temple in a sick garden and drink some like ice matcha tea while I like listen to a calming babbling brook. But also I go and I'm an actor sometimes and I'm a model sometimes and I build, uh, I build furniture just because I like building furniture. Yeah. This motherfucker. 
this dude is gonna get a Dos Equis commercial in like 20 years and we're gonna be like eating our fucking words dude yeah I think I I know I, I talk a lot about uh, Shohei's whole vibe kind of like clicking with me but it I I wanted to like go a little bit deeper into it and back it up a little bit more especially knowing that this is his um, this is his motivation. This is why he's doing it all. Is because he just wants to live a happy life. You know, he doesn't have a career goal. Yeah. He's a life goal, and that's that's really kind of admirable. And you know what? I do too, baby. Yeah, that's good. We should all just strive to be happy. Yeah, agreed. And maybe his happy is like building a baby chair. Uh huh. I can't. I couldn't think of any other furniture. Is it a chair that looks like a baby? Or is it a chair for yes, a baby? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. So it's a baby. We've made it to the intro. That's as far as we've gotten so far. Ooh, Remember when we said this was going to be a short one? Be a short one? <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, let's go. Intro. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah. So the we intro happens, it. and then we come back, uh, and and the three girls are going to a restaurant together. It's like a girls' day. Girls', girls day out. Day. I just really like this shot of them walking down the street before they even get to the restaurant because they have three like really distinct styles about them but they Completely all look so glamorous styles. like they all look so cool um they look like they have stylists yes that's what it is or they, they look could like be they're stylists. like characters yeah. that too they're like they're like different girls from sex in the city <laughs> yes um anyway so th- they all go to this restaurant together and this is just like a really fascinating conversation, I think. And, and we could drill down on this kind of forever. Um, but mm-hmm. the three of them sit down and they immediately just start talking about, I think Rosaka is the one who brings it up. She's like, I want to talk about stuff with you guys. Like I, I want to be friends with you kind of like an extension of what happened with her talking to Kenny last week about like, yeah, I, I can hear them talking and I know that they're talking all the time. And like, I just want in on that. And Kenny's like, well, yeah, they want you to be in on that, but it seems like you're just not doing it. So this is pretty much her just like putting her money where her mouth is and just saying it out loud, like saying the thing that people yeah. usually don't say. Um, so she's like, you know, it's it's cool that the two of you are more comfortable, like confiding in one another. Um, but like, I really want to be able to talk to both of you. And she says, like, especially in my case where I am into Kenny and I think he's attractive and I like going out on dates with him. And I know that you also are going after him and think that he's attractive, and whatever. Like, it sucks to not be able to talk about that openly or to feel like I'm walking on eggshells or whatever. Um I, I like where Rosaka starts this conversation. Like, I think I think this is a great yeah. place to start is like, let's just be open with each other and like understand that we're all on this fucking TV show. <laughs> like, it's it's OK that we like the same person and whatever. Like, and, eventually we're going to find out in probably like at least six weeks time. At right. most, we're all going to find out. <laughs> right. Yeah. There, there's no point in like playing stuff close to the vest or keeping secrets or whatever, because eventually it's all going to get aired out. And they don't, they don't really say that, but like that is, that is the underlying current uh, with all of this is like, mm-hmm. eventually it's all going to be aired out anyway. Um, yeah. So uh, Haruka says that the reason that they don't talk as much is, is because they have like different routines and different lifestyles. She's like, the reason I talk to Cowdy all the time is because she's older. She's easier to talk to. Um, you know, she just seems like a wiser person. And that's a dig. Yeah, I don't I don't buy that personally. It just sounds like Haruka trying to not say the thing again. Like it sounds like she's mm, like still trying back- to run from mm. it. Yeah. Ooh, that's a backhanded compliment. You it's like yes. you look much better than you did yesterday. And it's like <laughs> it looked like shit yesterday. What are you talking about? Right, exactly. 
Oh, um, dude. Yeah. Cowdy is like, okay, so say all three of us were interested in Kenny, like how much would we be able to talk about it together? Um, because Cowdy and Haruka immediately are like, probably not at all. And Desako is like, it would feel weird not talking about it if we all know it's happening. Like that would be bizarre. Um, yeah, I agree with Sako a bit. I, I completely agree with her as yeah. well. Um, Haruka says that she believes that. She's like, yeah, I, I think it'd be great if we could talk openly about it. But like, I, don't, I didn't believe in hearing her say that, that she also believed it. Like, I, it's Mm-mm. weird. What I find really weird about this is like, if you had asked me during episode one how this was going to go, I would have said that Haruka and Isako would clash because both of them would be a little bit too brash and they would both say what's on their minds too much potentially like about this kind of stuff um i mean that's at least what they were foreshadowing with the whole like i hope our interests don't overlap or whatever because they both like, overlap yeah because they like in the beginning they were both very forthcoming in a way that like i was very surprised by and like very excited to see and it's interesting yeah. that Nisako still is that definitely and haruka absolutely is not like she she plays mm-hmm. stuff so close to the vest and like is very uncomfortable talking about her feelings um in a way that i'm really surprised by uh me yeah. too, especially since it's like maybe it because it because it's a TV show, she kind of gets hesitant about like wanting to air her dirty laundry if she wants to be an actress like out for everyone to see. Yeah. But at the same time it's like uh but you're not being genuine in a way. So Right. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It doesn't feel genuine. No. And and I think this is this is an attempt by Risako to like get Haruka to be genuine I think is is mm-hmm. like okay we've tried your way we're like we're both like playing this weird shadow war for Kenny why don't we try it the other way where we're both very honest with each other and open with each other and like we have a better relationship because we're allowed to talk about these things and not hide them and and bury them down until they explode into something shitty um which foreshadowing for the end of the episode oh god some shit's going to fucking go down and I'm so ready for it yeah Anyway, they, they change the subject and Asako asks Cowdy about the, the date with Shohei and uh, and she says, it seems like he values a stable family life more than success or his career. But also they ask if she has plans to see him again and she's like, no. Um, and she says that she doesn't think that he has feelings for her anymore. Um, you know, they, they bring up like how in uh, when they watched the first episode of Terrace House this season, they were like oh my god he's into you he thinks you're cute whatever he asks you out immediately all this stuff she's like yeah i don't think that's the case anymore and they're both like all right whatever you say dude if that's what you feel like happened on that date then whatever which is very interesting so i'm hoping that you know maybe he clears the air up a little bit because i'm i'm still on team they should be together personally but i i think so too if not like give it a try like go that date whatever the fuck that was it felt like a date it felt it more nice. like a date than most dates so it's far this most season. Most fucking dates, dude. Yeah. yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. So anyway, so she's like, "Yeah, I don't. I feel like he doesn't have feelings for me anymore." Um, and there's this like lull in the conversation. Then Osaka just goes, "Does anyone else wish that the men were more assertive?" <laughs> and Haruka is like, "Yeah, the guys are barely putting in any effort at all." This is poor, these poor fucking dudes. I love this. I love this so much because, like, so rarely do you have a TV show where the people on the TV show specifically call out, like, what feels bad about the TV show. You know, like, yeah. I feel like for so long we've just been like, these guys are like fine. You know, I have, They're I okay. have my thing with Shohei. Ruka went, 
but like yeah Ruka i could went to get a bunch of crab i i could so do with or without both Ruka and kenny like both of them don't seem to be bringing much to the table at no. this point um and Cowdy even says that Kenny. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cowdy even says that because she's like, Kenny has never asked anyone out in the house. No, he's in the middle of like a fucking love triangle or like a love angle or whatever. Right. And like, and like he, he's not even doing anything. No, no. He keeps getting asked out. He never asked anybody out. It's very weird. Um, and they're like all really surprised that he wasn't or isn't more assertive considering like how when he walked in the house he was like i'm here to find somebody forever my wife yeah um yeah who uh who said i I think it's haruka that says um oh no no, sorry i think it's Rosaka who says it makes sense that ruka doesn't ask anyone out but kenny is a 31 year old man (laughs) holy fuck which (laughs) the jugular yeah damn that rolled that was so Um, good but also i I love that scene (laughs) Ruka, don't let them do this to you, baby. Oh man, we'll talk. We'll talk about it after this. After we this will. Scene, no, we will. Because I'm. It's a thing. I'm very yeah. conflicted on how I feel about Ruka in this situation, but um, here's why: we cut from there to the house, and uh, Ruka is helping Isako get a skateboard ready because they're going to go on a skateboarding day together. And while this is all happening, uh, Shohei kind of comes into this. Like, I think it's the foyer. It's like the entrance to the to the house. And, yeah, the gang gang. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Shohei walks in and, and sits down. And Osaka is like, "Yeah, so you know, us girls went out and we had a conversation today. Uh, we just like, fuck yeah. You know, she just straight up is like, yeah, we just don't think like you're being assertive enough. Um, but she keeps talking about how like, you know, Ruka, you're exempt from this. Like, Ruka, don't worry about this. Like, this is mainly for Shohei and and for Kenny. Like, don't worry about it. Like, you're a young lad. You don't got to worry about it. Um, she says no, he's yeah, exempt he because he, does. quote, doesn't know how to interact with women. No, he still he has to do his taxes. He has to fucking learn this shit. <laughs> yeah, he's he's if you do your taxes, you have to be able to do this. Agreed. If you uh, if you have crab. What? No. <laughs> If you get crab delivered, if you, if you purchase crab, yes, about his dad did though. That's true. No, maybe maybe he mm-hmm. doesn't. No, I don't know. Does he do his taxes? Please, maybe. we already lost some one person to tax fraud. <laughs> Please don't do this to me, Ruka. Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, show at the end of this, you know, Shohei is laughing through it, but he, he you can tell he feels like a little bit. Um, I think a little bit disarmed by it. Ruka is like completely yeah. silent and seems like really bummed out. But at the end of this, uh, Shohei is like, thank you for bringing this up on this note. Like, what did Cowdy say about the date? Did she say anything about it? And, uh, and, and Rusako is like, yeah. So I, I think Cowdy, you know, thinks that you're not into her. Um, and Shohei just like laughs at that straight up, which I love. Cause it's like, <laughs> how could she possibly think that? Which I love. And while this is happening, Haruka comes in and sits down um and and overhears this and is like yeah you just got to be more direct with cowdy about where you're at if you're into her like you should just say that and haruka says uh quote we've been spending so much energy asking you guys out and we haven't seen much of a return we'd like you to reciprocate ruka speaks up finally he says i will change your behavior i'm disgusted with myself damn which is interesting damn he seems to imply that that he's been too feminine and not been masculine enough which is like dumb yeah maybe maybe not it my guy i'm actually just kind of weirded out by the way he takes this in general yeah me too i think he's i think he's acting out what people what 
people expect him to act out, but not really what he actually is feeling. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like, I feel like I ca- I'll calculate this all in my head and I know that I'm supposed to be angry at this because this is kind of messed up. Yeah. But it's like he's probably like not. I don't know. That's the vibe I got. Yeah, it's strange. Um, He, he t- kind of like caps all this off by saying that he wants to start sketching with Cowdy is his plan. Okay. That's like how he's going to make yeah. this work, which like that sure. makes more sense to me than him being like, I'm disgusted with myself. How could I be so fucking I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Um, go go be assertive. Yes. Make something out of your nothing. Yes. Just Man. do the thing. Just do it. Yeah. Nike. So after this, uh, we're in the boys room. Kenny comes home and sits down and, and uh, Ruka and Shohei are in, are in the room already. So Kenny comes home and sits down and Ruka starts to ask him like how his show went. And Shohei's like, what do you do? There are more important things right now than how Kenny's yeah. show went. And he just pretty much like says everything to Kenny. He just like unloads so the entire funny. situation. Um, it's so funny the way that he did it. Yeah. Um, and Kenny's response to why he hasn't been more assertive. And this is like big fucked. But he's like, I feel like if I ask them out, it might get inter- misinterpreted in a bunch of different ways. Um, what? Yeah, I, he's. I don't. I don't know what that means. What? It's very strange. Uh, Shohei's like Shohei's kind of like us. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, you don't have anything to worry about. And also, they are specifically, literally asking us to ask them out, and you're saying that you won't because it might get misinterpreted in a different what? way. What kind of way, my guy? I don't know. He he explains man, it a little bit more later. You said you wanted a wife, dude. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, he explains it a little bit more later as something along the lines of, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he's he's worried that asking someone out might get misinterpreted as him liking that person or like being interested in that person, which also doesn't uh, make sense because that's why you ask people out in the first place. Nothing Kenny says makes yes. sense. No, it doesn't. My. Mm. Press X to doubt. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. But okay. It's very bizarre. Um Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he maybe he just doesn't like these people. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's what I'm getting here. He's just like, I don't I don't like anything here. I wonder how long Kenny's gonna stick around for. Like, do you think Me he's too. gonna wait for like another female cast member to show up? Is he gonna Taishi this? Oh god, I hope not. If he is, he better fucking he better get way more interesting. Interesting. Quit the band. Open get, up more. Yeah. Like do something. Ask someone out. Ask anyone she, out. She went. She went. Hey, ask me out. And he went. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. At the end of this, Nuka also chimes in, and he he just says that he's angry because he's being treated as quote a dumb kid. Uh, and Shohei's like, yeah, man, that actually was pretty fucked up how hard they dunked on you. And that's it. Yeah. That's the scene. <laughs> He's just like, oh, that was He's fucked. just like, yeah, that sucks. And then he just keeps sipping his tea. Like, yeah. Uh, no, Ruka decides. Um, he's like, OK, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to take matters in my own hands. I'm going to do this right now. Hell yeah. And he gets Hell up. Yeah. And he this is bizarre. This is honestly like one of the highlights of the episode and also one of the strangest things that's happened so far. So he he's what going up fuck? to the girls room. But the way he does it is he literally crawls up the stairs like a dog. <laughs> and then he's standing outside the door for like ever, for a really long time. I think working like up the courage least, to knock on the door. 
at least a good two minutes. He does like a nice 360. Like uh, he like turns around. And he's like, fuck, okay. Yeah, he, he does a 900. He does a 900 Christ there while he waits. Yeah, he does a Christ there. <laughs> he Christ stares off the fucking second story balcony. <laughs> um, no, don't do this. Um, uh-huh. I mean, I do that too. Like whenever I'm nervous, like I'll just like, I'll like start like fidgeting. Yeah. I don't know if I would do it if there were cameras. Me, myself. <laughs> I also just think like, it's just. He's hamming it up, I think. It's kind of a humbling thing to be like, I'm going to be big and strong and take matters into my own hands and then climb up the stairs like a dog and then not be able to knock on the door. <laughs> Yo, I've been there, though. It's really weird, but whatever. I, I don't want to dunk on this kid too hard, but like I just... No, me neither. I've started... I'm kind of in Yama's camp at this point where like I'm kind of over it. Like I'm over his bashful vibe. Like I'm just watching this show. Just yeah. like, I have no idea what this kid's vibe is. Anyway, he knocks on the door and he's like, Howdy, can I borrow you? And and he asked her to come outside. And he's like, I want to start drawing. I don't have the tools. I want to shop for the tools to start drawing with you. And she agrees. He it's also the way I'm sorry, the way that I just said that was way more confident than yep. how he says it. He mm-hmm. the way what I wrote in the notes was uh he is falling apart into fall off the bone baby back ribs while trying to speak with her like he is literally like meat falling off the bone like trying his best to make it through this like assertive yeah, he's moment he's stew meat he's um, stew meat so so rich so slow cooked and juicy yes exactly this poor boy <laughs> so you know she agrees and he uh is like okay cool thanks and then immediately leaves and he goes back into the boys' room and he's like beating himself up about it. He's like, oh, dumb Ruka, dumb Ruka, dumb Ruka. And Shohei's like, wait, no, no, no. She said yes, though, right? And he's like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. So you're good then. Like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. And like, as Shohei's much as a I'm. Bro. Yes, absolutely. But as much as I'm dunking on this kid, he, he did it. He was assertive. He did the thing he that did. the girls asked him to do. He's the one who's doing it. You know what? A D is still passing. Absolutely. So he showed up for the test. Shohei and he did Kenny show up did not. For the test. He didn't have any pencils, which is why he's going with Kari to go buy some. Right. But he showed up for the test. But at least the professor was understanding and was like, you showed up, and that's what that's what matters here. Yeah, you showed up. Attendance you did do is that part weird of your jig grade. before you walked in. It is. Yeah. It's not the most important one, but it sure is part of your grade. It sure is one of them. Yeah. Please, please crawl up. Don't crawl up the stairs anymore. Ruka, this is a high school. <laughs> um <laughs> So anyway, shout out to Ruka for like doing an actionable thing. You know what? He takes criticism well. I can tell him that. He takes criticism and he acts on it. I agree with that. That's good. Yeah. Um, More than a few people. So we cut from there to uh, skateboarding. Uh, what I maybe once might have called a skateboarding date between Osako and Ruka, but it's clearly not that. It's just the two of them hanging out. Um, they're just having a nice time. They're just buds. Yeah, we're just hanging. It's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. And uh, they, they take a break for a drink for a little bit. And uh, Ruka just brings up the whole idea of like him being into Cowdy and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, yeah, I don't I, I just don't think she's going to take me seriously. Like, I, I'm too young. Like, I, I, I'm going to have to keep my cool. Like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. And Nisaka is like, honestly, I from what I heard about your date with Haruka, there is another version of you that I haven't seen when you and I hang out that I think would work. Like, I think if that if that version of you comes out, then I think that it's going to work with Cowdy. 
Um, so it's yeah. nice that Osaka is trying to be uh, supportive. In supportive. This. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not it's not bad advice and it's kind of not incorrect either. Yeah. Like as long as he like just is genuine and like talks about his feelings and stuff. I mean, that's the most important thing. Just communicate. Be my man. communicative. Be communicative. That's all that matters. So we come from there to a bar and Shohei is at a bar by himself. Uh, you know, there, there's some other people that he knows who seem to be like running the bar or whatever. Um, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, welcome. Welcome back from Taiwan. How's it been? Whatever. What's your life like? And he says that he was dating somebody there. We they broke up and then he immediately applied to Tara's house like as soon as they broke up. Oh, and he, shit. And he got in and then he that's why he came back was because of Tara's house. Um and you know they're they're asking him about the girls in the house and stuff, and he just kind of offhandedly mentions that the more he gets to know Haruka, the more interested he becomes in her. Which okay, sure. I mean that is, I guess, also being not passive. Yeah, it's a big question mark. I feel like there was a love triangle that was happening. I feel like we're in like a love pentagram at this point. Maybe I think everyone's just vibing. Every everyone's vibing at this point. Everyone's just vibing. <laughs> everyone's vibing which isn't a bad thing yeah yeah everyone's just vibing yeah you're right so from there we uh we we cut back to the table at the house um it's ruka and cowdy they're planning out their date um and she's like okay well what do you need and he's like i just need like any utensils at all to be able to draw um and he's like i i want to know where you shop for stuff like because you're good at this you know what you're doing like just take me to wherever you're going and i'll just get the stuff that you recommend because you're the expert here which is honestly great move honestly that rules yeah haruka is i just to to set the scene haruka is also at the table while this is happening and like is actively in the moment rooting for ruka as he's saying all this stuff and is like cheering him on from the sidelines and it is just so uh awkward i found it really awkward and i found it really lame it's really infantilizing, I think. That's yes. how I saw it. Yes, exactly. I think it it's even like, huh. worse than them dunking on him before. Yeah, it is. We're treating him like a kid. This kid this kid ain't really a kid. I yes. mean, I um, don't know. The thing is, though, is he loves it. He's like, yes, everybody's on my side now. This is great. I'm big, <laughs> strong Ruka, and this is, this is awesome. And I love that Haruka is cheering me on as I'm having a normal conversation with somebody that I'm interested in. <laughs> what the fuck i i if that if that was me i would have gotten so pissed but yeah. he he's living for it so he's sure into whatever makes him that's happy, your vibe sure i'm he's, he's a cute cute kid yeah. yeah um okay so here's here's the big scene um, oh my god so we're in the kitchen yeah haruka is in the kitchen by herself cooking um and she eventually is done cooking she's sitting at the table she's waiting for somebody to come home it seems like it's probably kenny and yeah lo and behold here it is kenny shows up um and he's like oh my god what does that smell it smells amazing she's like oh i made soup he gets so excited about it it's great uh and then Sako shows up as well and sits down at the table so there's the three of them we're back in our fucking nightmarish love triangle situation oh my god post great open or kind of great open conversation between all the girls where they talked about you know okay we're both interested kenny this is great we should be open Uh and talk about it whatever um yeah even though as we said haruka wasn't really giving as much but still like she said out loud that they should be able to talk about this stuff openly 
That's a thing yep. that she said. And I, I, mm-hmm. I made a point to put it in the notes and I said it out loud even that I didn't believe her when she said it, but like I just it she did say it. But she she did say it. Yes. So anyway, all that said, Kenny sits down and he's like, you know, I've been really busy lately and I miss the great conversation that happened the other day between, you know, the two of you and, oh, yeah. and Shohei. <laughs> and and he starts to clarify what I was saying before. He's like, I've been hesitant to ask people out because I feel like they could misinterpret my advances as me having feelings for them instead of him just being like interested, I guess, is his idea. Is like if I ask somebody out, they're, they're going to be nervous that I'm madly in love with them and, and that Does I Does he think I that people are... The see pink pink people are like gonna go into like a drive through wedding and get like engaged, like I don't on a know. trip to Costco. I don't know. I have a I have a weird feeling that he is like kind of an ego about him because yeah. like even even when we first met him and he was like I'm worried that like people only like me because I'm because I'm like a musician and because of my music <laughs> and because of my band and like yeah. he doesn't even like his band. Yeah. What makes him think that somebody's gonna fall know. in love with him because of his band if he doesn't even like it? Baby, if you don't love yourself, who the hell's gonna love you? Yes, exactly. Amen. Amen. <laughs> anyway, so so that's that's his reasoning, and and he mentions um, to Haruka, he's like, yeah, I, I think you know, uh, you and I should go out in June when I'm more freed up and stuff. And uh, Haruka says that she's a little bit nervous about that. She's like, I never really know what to talk about when I'm with you. Um, and Desako says, and this is where shit gets. I think rough. Uh, she says, "Quote: It's not that you don't understand him; it's that you see him as a romantic partner." I get nervous when I'm hanging out with people I like. Isn't that just how people work? And the room goes completely silent. Hanukkah oh, just looks fucking mortified. Kenny also looks kind of mortified. This is like the most emotion I've seen from Kenny, and he just goes, "Yeah, that's a tough question to answer." Oh. Oh God! The Sako looking around, I think, starting to maybe realize that she said something bad is like, "I'm sorry." It's it's very much like a half-assed apology. Like she she's not sorry at all, but she's like, "I'm sorry. No. I, I guess I shouldn't have said anything." Hadaka just looks really angry. Kenny's like, "I'm gonna split for a second. I'm gonna go to the bathroom." And he gets up and he leaves. And Hadaka is just like, "That was fucking mortifying. That was awkward. That was terrible. That was an awful thing." And and Asako quote unquote apologizes again, um, not very sincerely. And there's this really long no. silence. And Haruka is like, "I'm gonna go talk to Kenny. I'm gonna go clear this up." And Asako is like, "Did you really hate it that much? Like, did you hate that I said that?" And Haruka's like, "Yeah, I did. People usually don't just yell that kind of stuff out." Um, and she's like, "I can't even imagine you talking about your feelings in that way, like being that open, like that." Um, and Haruka leaves to go talk to Kenny. And she walks into the boys' room, and Kenny's sitting there. She gives her a fucking death stare as she's walking by. Did you see that shit? Oh, yeah. It's it's intense. Oh, laser laser beams. My God. Yeah. So she walks up and walks into the boys' room. Worth noting, Kenny, who said that he was going to the bathroom, <laughs> just chilling in the room. <laughs> he was like, he just hit I'm the eject dip. button. Yeah. Bye. I ate dinner. I'm done. Bye. <laughs> I want no part of this. Nope. So anyway, Haruka walks in, sits down in the room, immediately just starts crying. Uh, and that's where the episode ends. Oh shit! Content, baby. I. Ooh, I gotta, I gotta see how this plays out. Ooh. I personally. Okay. The mm-hmm. Sako did a bad thing, and she knew she was doing a bad thing she as she was doing up. it. Right, yeah. like she was she aware that it was up bad. And she knew it. Yes. Yeah. 
Maybe she didn't know how bad it was. I'll give her that. Because sometimes I say stuff and I don't realize like how bad it actually is. Okay, that's but, maybe where my hot slash bad take is. Is I don't think it's that bad. I don't think so either. That's the thing. <laughs> I don't think so either. I feel like this might be like the straw that breaks the camel's back of like other shit that's been going on. Yes. Yes. But just this, I think, is not it. It's not that bad at yeah. all. Like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know how the panel feels about this yet, but like, maybe it's a cultural thing where like, if somebody said that to me, I wouldn't be as freaked out, especially if it was the girl who has been kind of throwing jabs at me saying that like, of course, a 31 year old won't let a 20 year old pay for his food, for food and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Where she's like done other like really petty shit. Yes. Underneath. Yes. I, uh, I feel like there's some like other stuff going on that we don't know in the edit. Yeah. I mean, but, and, and, but you're right. There I is a bunch of you. other stuff that, that is in the edit that we've seen that yes. like would lead to yeah. something like this. I I'm just thinking back to like high school. I'm having like I'm having like a flashback to high school for all the moments where like your shitty friend would be like to the person that you're interested in. Hey, did you know that this person is into you? And, and you're standing right there and you're like, fuck me. What do I do now? Yeah. And it was really embarrassing and it was mortifying yes. and it sucks. But I feel like she, I feel like Haruka just might have been really stressed out. Yeah. And like that moment just kind of broke her. Cause I get it. I have anxiety. Like I, I, sometimes when something bad happens to me or I'm put on the spot, like my reaction is also to cry. I'm yeah. an angry crier. Yeah. <laughs> that was perfect. Cat just jumped Your cat was like, me too. I cry all the time. Uh, me too. Oh, trust me. I know. Yeah. I mean, like, I get it. She could have just been overwhelmed. Yeah. And like, that's like a good reaction to being overwhelmed. Yeah. But it's if we if we're just based on like what's going on there. I mean, yeah, she felt disrespected. Like by Risako like apologizing to her like eh, I'm sorry but yeah I don't know it's not it's not that deep yeah I think I think I mean it makes Risako look really bad oh yeah definitely she she was mean but Haruka has also been very mean they both exactly, just been mean to each other and I think that's the thing is like yeah. I think it's it's not that I don't understand why Haruka would be upset it's more like I guess I'm just not surprised that it turned out this that Risako bad. did this. Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised that Risako did this when like Haruko was like kind of like making other digs at her. Yeah, and if you look back at like, the conversation that they had when the three of them were at lunch or dinner or whatever they were doing, I mean, again, that was Risako trying to bring the the fight into her realm right that was that was instead of these underhanded or like you know shadow conversations that were happening um you know playing haruka's way risaka was like let's just bring all this out into the open and let's just like have open conversations and let's let's be clear with one another and and i think this is her like last ditch effort to do that this was her attempt at saying like okay doesn't get more open than this i'm just gonna say the thing out loud um and it backfired and went really fucking poorly uh yeah and like it sucks that she didn't apologize well yeah that 
that was that was bad like if you've heard someone just like apologize be the bigger person yeah even though she's like four four foot tall but like right like it yeah that was bad that yeah. that is one thing i'll give her like saying that wasn't good but like not apologizing and like mocking her in that way that was fucked up come on man yeah don't i, I mean it's great tv i'm enjoying this but like at the same time don't yeah don't do it yeah um yeah i think i think we're gonna learn a lot more about what's happening here in the next episode i would imagine um oh yeah as we said right at the top this feels like a bridge episode between the last one and the next one so uh i think some the next episode's called girl fight so oh yeah there you go i think they're gonna fucking fight okay i think we're gonna see some blows all right well not hopefully not not physically yeah i'm just gonna mentally prepare myself for that i guess yeah um anyway should we do winners and losers let's do it Tight. it's gonna be kind of easy yeah. i think well mm-hmm. yeah do you, do you want to start hey. with the two do you want to start with Asako? i think she yeah, loses let's start with both of them yeah they both lose oh yeah. let's put them both together they're, they're wearing their their be nice shirt uh-huh they're both sharing their get along shirt yeah they they both lose they both fucked up uh yeah that that's it's pretty clear yeah. they both fucked up yep who's next well, let's do kaori kaori did well clear winner Kaori, Kaori's coming out unscathed. All Kaori's of this is happening. Home. Yeah, all of this is happening, and she has finally removed herself from the situation. All she talked she's about in the last like, episode was, I want no part of this, and now she doesn't have a part of this. No, she's literally not in the vicinity when all this shit's happening. It's great. Yeah. Kaori wins. I don't know where she is, but she's smiling. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see, the boys now. Um, let's do Shohei. I think Shohei, Shohei wins, wins also. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know what's going to happen with him and Haruka. Maybe something. Maybe he's just also trying to <laughs> be good at everything. I don't know. Yeah. And al- also, good. yeah, that 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 I think worries me a little bit. But also in the situation of like, um, you know, the boys being assertive, like it doesn't get more assertive than what he did in the first episode when he just walked into the girls room in episode one on yeah. night one and was like, Caddy, yeah. I think you're great and I want to go out on a date with you. These Great. two other girls as my witness. Yes. Hey, go out with me. Yeah. Yeah. That was really assertive. Maybe that was the baseline. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe. That was the baseline he, he that the they got used high. to. Yeah. Yeah. Too too high, too fast. Yeah. So now, now we're just coasting. Um, I, th- I think um, he is going to take that criticism very well from, from the I think girls. so, too. Yeah. It seems like he is good at adapting. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, let's do Ruka. I guess mm. I, uh, I guess he wins. He wins. Like I don't. He's weird. <laughs> I think that just might be the overall thing. He's a weird dude. Does he win? Does he lose? Eh, um, he's weird. Let's add a third category. He wins. Yeah, he's weird. But I think he does win. He did end up taking the criticism to heart and asking Kari out on a date, even though everyone's making fun of him. Yeah. So I'm happy for that. Yeah. I wonder when the crab will get here. Or if it already did or what's happening. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they're gonna maybe the girls are gonna fight over some crab. T- Especially because the, the panel won't stop talking about the crab. I feel like we need to see the crab at least. I know. Yeah. I need to I need I need validation that this crab is real. It did not get stuck in in yeah. the mail. Um Kenny let's see. is the last one. Kent. Mm, I man. 
think he loses. I also think he loses. And you know why? I can't think of... He didn't do anything really that bad. But he no, didn't do... He also didn't do anything. I think he loses because of the whole, like, well, if I ask someone out... Yes. Like, they'll, they'll misinterpret it. And I'm like, yeah! That's called being in a relationship. Yeah. That's called dating, my guy. <laughs> it's called any relationship. Yeah. Friends. Anything. I think he loses. I think you're right. <sighs> yeah. All in all, just a weird lose. episode, I think. Yeah. I think it was 50-50. Yeah. Yeah. It's a weird fucking episode. Um, yeah. All right. Can't wait for the next one, honestly. I'm excited for the next one. Yeah. Yeah, me too. It's nice to be back. Mm. It's nice to uh, have Terrace House to look forward to again. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to watch these episodes. Yes, me too. And there's All a right. lot of them. Do you, you have a recommendation? Do you want to do them quick? My voice is like almost uh, shot, so I, I think I'm going to okay. do a very quick one. My recommendation is something that everyone probably already knows about. is the Bon Appetit um, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. Today, today I found out that almost none of my coworkers knew about it, and so I went on a whole like oh, lunch shit. break. Like, I know! like Only like three or four people from like the animation team knew about them, Yeah. so I introduced them to it, and it's still very, very like um, close to my heart and close to my mind. Mm-hmm. Because I really, really, really love the Bon Appetit YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, that video that if and if you don't know what it is, please just go to Bon, just go to YouTube and look up Bon Appetit and watch any of them. They're all the great. Yeah, it's really good. So, today we uploaded. Today we uploaded an episode about um all the test kitchen people eating different, like blindly tasting snacks from around the world and trying to figure out what it is and like what country it's from, and it was a delight. Oh, that's good. And I sometimes I just play it in the background just to hear their voices because it's very comforting. Uh, that's Ooh. my my recommendation. It's kind of basic, but I it's just, good. I just added that video to my watch list while you were talking about it. Hell yeah, it's very good. Yeah, very excited. Um, cool. I wasn't gonna do this, but I think I am gonna also recommend a YouTube channel while we're at it. Oh. Um, I'm gonna recommend Chris Gethard presents. Um. It is okay. So Chris Gethard, stand-up comedian, uh, you might know him from a podcast called uh, Beautiful Anonymous. Um, you'd recognize oh, him if you saw this him. Guy. Yeah, yeah. He for the longest time had a show that was called the Chris Gethard Show. That was like a really fucking like kind of punk like DIY late night talk show. Um, that was oh, just I like remember this just brutally funny. Uh, it used to be on public access and then TBS had it for, I think a season before it got canceled because the ratings weren't very good. And then it went back to public access and then they also stopped it again. They were just like, okay, just like a lot of back and forth trying to make the Chris Gethard show work. And like, it seems like it didn't kind of pan out. Um, so they've since transitioned to this new thing that he's calling Chris Gethard presents where, you know, he, he lives in New York. He's like a, a kind of like a big figure in the New York comedy scene. Um, he now does this thing where he has a public access TV show for an hour every Wednesday night at like midnight. And what he does is he just gives that hour to another comedian in New York. And it's just like, I'm going to give you a small budget and you can do whatever show you want for one hour. Like just handing the reins of like live public television to a comedian for an hour to just see what they come up with. And the results have been just so fucking bananas. Um, some people rules, some people just do like straight, like late night talk shows. Um, there was another one that was like an Apple event where they unveiled like, uh, 
like a fake uh, android, like humanoid android called Klon <laughs> that like had just like the most like bizarre personality. Um, there's another one that is uh, a, a show called oh, what is it called? It's called Fetch, where this guy who's like, I'm convinced I know New York City like the back of my hand. Um, they will ask him to find one thing in New York, one very specific thing. And he's not allowed to use Google or anything. He can just talk to people and try and find it. Um, <gasps> Like, oh, that rules. I want to watch that so bad. It's every Wednesday and it is like the most wide ranging, bizarre shit constantly. Um, and it is always at least a little funny and if not extremely funny. Um, so I would I would definitely oh, recommend Chris yeah. Gather Presents. They also, I think, stream it live on Twitch. They do a bunch of Q&As and there's like a good Discord or something. Um, I don't really know the ins this and outs rules. of it outside of like I've watched every episode of it at this point now. Um, it's very good. So hell yeah, thank you so much, Brendan. Hell yeah. I'm gonna check all this shit out. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um actually cool. let me find like a good starting episode, just real quick. I I clicked on one while you were talking, I was watching this video where it was called Sandwich Cat Um is in danger. And I watched it muted, and it was just a person behind Chris Gather eating a sandwich, and it's just a cat. Great. And <laughs> oh, is that from Sam that's from Sandwich Night? Sandwich night, Skype cat is in danger, and there's a person with a mask and a knife behind him, mm -hmm. behind the cat, yeah, and there you he's go. slowly, yeah. Um, so I'm just having a fun time here. It's it's good. It's very good. Um, uh, okay, a couple of recommendations. Um, uh, the Connor Ratliff episode, Talk a Doodle Do, um, Talk -a -doodle -do. in which uh, Connor Ratliff co-hosts a late night talk show with a chicken. Um, is good. Uh, both episodes of Fetch are great. Um, if if you see either of those, um, and any of the Carmen Christopher, I would I would recommend the first Carmen Christopher. Uh, sorry, it's called the Great Night Show with Carmen Christopher. I would check that out. Hell yeah. Um, or Klon. The introduction of Klon is also like a, a big deal. Yeah, I'm just a bunch of like really great comedians doing extremely funny shit. And uh, that's my recommendation. Uh, my voice is almost dead and uh i need to stop so yes thank you so much everybody who listens to the podcast uh if you like it please share it with a friend um that'd be please cool do. we have a twitter account it's at no script at all um we have an instagram it's also there and there's a discord we have a discord the discord is very good we have a facebook group you can look us up on facebook we're on no script at all just answer the question and you can get in there yeah uh, we have a lot of really cool people in there so please join please become friend Become friend. Our discords, yes. Our discords also very good because sometimes I just go into the animals uh, channel and it's just a bunch of pictures of cute animals. Yeah. So, you know, sometimes you just need it. So please, please interact. Please interact with the discord. Please interact. It's fun. Yes. Um, I find myself spending more and more time each day on the discord, which is bad for my productivity, but good for my mental health. But it's so nice. It's very good. Yeah. I like, I like, I like. I like y'all. Y'all are cool. Yeah. But it's a good time. You need to go. Yeah. Your voice. Um, my name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caprudi. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha, friends. Goodbye. I feel like I'm Ursula taking your voice. <laughs> yeah. It really does. Like in those last like 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, dude. It really went downhill. Wasn't it? Oh my gosh. All right. Bye. Oh my God. Look at you. Bye.
the worst garbage dot online.